0: Hello and welcome to chapter 26 of my Building from the Bottom podcast. I hope you have your tissues ready because it's going to get a bit emotional. I have had a very reflective week. And so, in this episode, I'm going to share with you some of the things I have been reflecting on, some of the things that are happening in the future, and also over bits and bobs. So make sure you are ready
1: and sitting comfortably or running down the street with your morning coffee and buckle in
0: for episode 26 of Building from the Bottom. So jumping straight in, Monday the 3rd of December. The first initial week of december which is quite exciting for a lot of the world because well we're getting ready for christmas christmas lights are being put up and people are starting to worry about what they need to get their uncle keith for christmas and so on monday i as i said it's been quite a reflective week and so that was one of the first points i decided to write in my diary this week at the very beginning so I didn't forget to tell you guys that I have been looking back on my life this week and so the first formal point I have in my diary is how much I appreciate my friends um and this also flows quite next quite nicely onto the next point so the reason I wrote down that I really appreciate my friends is because I haven't really realized what I have about four people that are in my inner circle and three of them are girls and then there's another guy and there's me and our, all of my friends are in some way different to me um two of my friends are international so they were, they were born abroad and my other two friends are bound to religion and so they're quite strong believers of the muslim faith and so it's quite nice to have such a such a mix of friends from different countries and different religions and different faiths and I appreciate them because they all help me become a better person in their own individual ways. One of which helps me process thoughts so I know I can go to her if I've got something on my head and I'm not too sure or I need to make a decision I can go to her and she's she studies joint honours with criminology and psychology. And this basically means that she studies half and half of each. Um, that's what she did last year. This year, she's decided to major in um, psychology. And so she does more of psychology and a little bit less of criminology. And so when I go to her and I talk about my thoughts, I don't know whether she does, but I feel like she's adding what she's learned into the conversations that we have. And so that helps me a lot. And then I've got another friend who he doesn't realize, but he challenges me when we do sports together. Um, So we're not necessarily competing, but we're trying to push each other in a way that's friendly and we don't even realize that we're pushing each other. And without realising I've actually audited the people I'm hanging around with so that I'm hanging around with people that are personally helping me, but I can also help them in other ways. And so we all help each other in different ways and we're all individual. But when we come together, we form a really nice group of people and we we gel really well. And so the reason I wrote this down was because I was reflecting over the past week of a friendship that I had with that male friend that I mentioned earlier. Um, His name is Jazz, AKA also known as Jazeel. And for most of his life, he's been living in in the UK. But for the, the first five, I think it was eight years, he used to live in the Philippines and so on Tuesday, which moves me on quite swiftly to my next point on Tuesday, the 4th of December, we had a Christmas meal, me, Taekwondo, including all of my friends, which is where I met them. I met them all at Taekwondo. And so we had this Christmas meal and it was really, really enjoyable. But I also knew that on Wednesday, my friend Jazil was flying out. Well, he he was he got the train to York, and then on Thursday he flew out to um to the Philippines to meet his family and spend his Christmas over there. And and so I knew that when he gets back from the Philippines he was going to come back to Derby once in January and before starting the academic year and that this was probably the last time I'm going to see him for a long while. Reason being is because he is in his last year of university and he's going back home um, to live.
1: It's still in the UK but
0: um, a few hours away and so him living that far away from me is going to be a bit weird, um to say the least. And when he when he gets back I'm going to be going out to Madrid and so now until I go, I'm most likely not going to see him. And so for me it was quite weird because um usually if I make friends with someone, if I leave or they leave or whatever, I'm completely fine with it because usually it's the bond wasn't built enough for it to have any meaning. But the, for this relationship in particular, it it made me feel sad when I had to leave him. Um, he he lived quite close to me, as in he, he pretty much lives across the road. Um, and so I walked into his gate on that last night. It was... Um, I think it was about midnight, and guys being guys, they don't show much emotion, and I got to the gate, and he got to the gate, and he turned around, and we both knew that this, this was going to be weird <laughs> for both of us, and so when he turned around, we, we knew what was happening. In our heads and we didn't want to share any emotion so it was quite funny um but as he as he went through the gate after we said goodbye we had had a quick hug and we said well we'll we'll see you we'll see you soon and we'll wish you best in the future and i know he he probably felt the same way but as i was walking off Um, I had to walk over this little bridge and then around the corner to mine. And as I was walking off, I was like, wow, that actually really, really hurt. And I felt sad. And so for me, it was quite weird. And that is where the title of this episode came from. Because I didn't realise I had built that much emotional, that much of an emotional connection with him until I started to think about the things we did we didn't necessarily see each other every day but we skipped together whenever we did taekwondo together um, and we had a few days out together um, along with our other friends we walked to taekwondo together most days um, and so it's not like we did or we spent a lot of time together but we definitely built that relationship. And as I mentioned earlier, I didn't even realize until that day that when I, when I sat on my bed after getting home on that night, I, I, I just sat there and I thought about how weird it was going to be having him not be there when I go to a taekwondo session. And I thought about skipping and I realized that when I come to skip, it's just going to be me and he's not going to be there challenging me without even realizing because we both started skipping at the same time and we were both good at different bits of skipping and we used to like challenge each other to do different things such as jumping and letting the rope pass under us twice before landing and we came up with our own little names as well like doubles and crossovers and and so I thought I would share that with you guys because I've never felt like that before and not, not with a friend anyways. I've never felt that way with a friend. I felt that way when my my father died, um, but never with a person leaving really. And so for me that was quite a new experience that I, I didn't fully expect. And that was also something I was thinking about on Wednesday and then also on Thursday when I got to Taekwondo and I realized that I was training without him. And then even more so on Friday because he used to come, he he always used to come along to our training sessions on Fridays, but obviously that Friday he wasn't there. And so it was it was a bit different. I don't know whether you guys ever have, have ever experienced sadness over a friend leaving and you might not see them for a while or not knowing when you will next see them. Um, but I certainly did and that was the first time for me and so it's quite impactful. And on that, on that night as well as the previous Friday, which I think is the 31st, the previous Friday, which is the 30th of November, um, we also... Did the same thing we played a few games of pool, so um it's similar to snooker. I don't know whether other countries call it pool um yeah, and we we played a few video games together before going to the Christmas meal and before training, and so when he left, it was it's quite a nice way to round it off with a meal, photos um all dressed up formally and then. Obviously, coming to say that goodbye at the end, which was
1: difficult. Wednesday, I
0: didn't really write any point down because um, it was a bit of a rush because I I was thinking about deadlines um, and it's just been a bit of a blur this week. Has Wednesday night, however, something I'll talk about I stayed in the library with my other friend. Um, Her name is Alia. She's the one that I mentioned about doing psychology and criminology. And we spent our time in the library, um, working together, studying. And then later on, on the evening, it was about 6 or 7 p.m., she said, we'll go in an hour or two. And so I I was completely fine with that. four hours later about midnight um four to five hours later about midnight we ordered a pizza me her my other friend and then another person i know from taekwondo and we ate pizza and then me and my friend alia ended up staying in the library until about four in the morning studying working um just getting stuff done and so I didn't actually go to bed until probably about half four, which is bad. Which then impacted my Thursday because I got up a bit later on Thursday, um just to balance out the sleep. And I realized in that moment that sometimes going to bed later and working later isn't always the best option. Because if you work later you also have to still sleep and so you'll feel tired the next day and you're not necessarily as productive and then that means that basically the productivity that you had the night before
1: didn't pay off. I don't know how how you guys have
0: experienced this or if you have but does it really work staying up to 4am in the morning working and then trying to live the next day when you're not as productive, you're more tired and yeah. Does it really work? Thursday the sixth of December. I I reflected a lot on Thursday about well, Thursday and Friday about my family. Um and my father in particular. And then I remembered that I said to you guys that I was going to do a five-part series. It's going to be a video series about me being in foster care and all the different aspects. And I am going to have one video for my mother, one video for my father, one video for an introduction, another video for siblings, and then probably a round-off video. And kind of how I got to where I am now video. Um, And so this is probably going to be a five part series. Unless I think of any other parts that need adding on. In which I will make more. Um, And I don't know whether to put it on YouTube yet. But I will most likely put that on um, Instagram, IGTV. Because that's a platform that I'm doing quite a lot on at the moment and i'm planning on filming that whilst i'm in madrid and i'm probably going to release it on a weekly basis to make it like a tv show style um like a documentary and the reason i chose madrid was because it would be nice to have a different like a change of background and There'll be better backgrounds and it will engage more people, etc. And so that is when I'm thinking about doing that. For those of you that don't know, um, moving on to my next point, which is Friday the 7th, um, an update about Madrid. I'm leaving, I'm flying out at 12 o'clock on the 14th of January 2019, which is in just over a month, which is quite scary. Um as it's the 9th today and so i'm flying out then i'm flying back on the 2nd of june and so i'm there for about four and a half five months um, but i'm extremely excited the flight's going to be cool to fly by myself never done that before um the accommodation looks really nice and the owners i've spoke to they sound really nice and there's quite a lot of things going on so that's what i'm going to be doing in january and studying there is going to be really exciting too different environments different languages different culture it's going to be fun i'm excited
1: yesterday aka saturday
0: the 8th of december i watched a motivational video and this triggered me to think and the thing I was thinking about was success and being successful and then I kind of had a little bit of a daydream kind of like a flashback but a flash forward um, into the future of my life and I envisioned myself picking up my mobile phone and calling my sister And I envisioned kind of like a cameraman filming me calling my sister and the happiness. And the reason I was happy was because I was ringing my sister to say to her, do you remember when I was 19, 20 years old, and I said to you that this is what I wanted to do when I was older? And obviously she replies with, yes, Gareth, I remember. You were a bit crazy. Um, and then
1: I envision myself saying to her
0: that dream that I used to have, Celine, who's my sister, that dream that I used to have, it's came true and I'm successful and I'm that person that I always dreamed, but was also a bit nervous and unsure whether I would ever make it. And I am now that person. And I see the happiness on my face, and it made me extremely happy. And and so the moral of that story was that I realized sometimes I doubt myself. I doubt that I will ever be that person I want to be. And the truth is, you won't be. And that may sound contradictory, which it is, because I know when I I become that person, I will want to be a different type of person. I will always push my goals further so that I'm never actually reaching them. I'm reaching my past goals. And so when I envisioned this version of me saying I became that person... It didn't necessarily mean that in that moment I had reached the goals I have at that point when I'm that age, but it did mean that I reached my goals that I have now. For example, if you say that you have a goal to speak in front of 100 people, I could have envisioned that. That was my goal this year, and I spoke in front of 400. And so, I could have rang my sister and said when I, I I could have rang my sister and said you know when I said I wanted to speak in front of a hundred people, well I'm speaking in front of four hundred right now, and so that's a similar a similar way to put it, but it's even more of a bigger goal. And so if I want to be that guy that stands on stage in front of thousands of people and has a crowd of loads of people and everyone's really interested into what I have to say, my story, my journey, um, and all of that, me ringing my sister and saying, this is what I'm doing. This is what I hope to do five, 10, 15, maybe even 20 years ago, whatever age I end up being. I know in that, in that point, that won't be my dream. My dream will be a lot bigger but I will also know that I fulfilled my previous dreams. that I was nervous that I wasn't going to be able to fulfill. And so I wanted to share that with you because I recently have tended to overthink what I'm doing. I question myself, am I going to make it? Am I ever going to be that person? Or am I just pretending I want to be this person? But deep down, I know that I can make it. I just need to work a little bit harder and keep trying to progress in myself as a person and personally develop, which I am doing. It is going to be a slow progress, but every day, every minute, every hour counts. And I am developing
1: slowly, but surely.
0: And the final point for this week's podcast, this week's building from the bottom episode. I mentioned a few weeks ago, I think it was on the 19th episode that I was going to, that I was looking at doing separate series of podcasts for different stages of my life. And so unfortunately the future of this podcast this is going to be the last episode for a few weeks and I'm thinking about calling this chapter these 26 episodes as something along the lines of the beginning or maybe even pilot um, something along those lines and and then the next chapter is going to be me a week before flying to Madrid. I'm going to start this podcast back up. So it will be in the new year, 2019, probably the first week of 2019. I'll check in my diary right now to have a look and try and set a date. Um, but
1: um,
0: that's, what I'm, that, that's what I'm thinking about doing and call that um, chapter study abroad or call it something similar to that. And so to end this podcast on a high, rather than a really emotional and quite thoughtful note, I wanted to thank all of you that have listened to me speaking about my different thoughts, feelings, emotions, and difficulties that I have had over the past 26 weeks. It may have been a really long journey and I'm so thankful for all of you that are still listening to this episode. And I will hopefully see you in January, either the 6th or the 9th. Um, Sorry, either the 6th or the 13th um of january 2019 and i hope to see you all there back and ready to go for 2019 have an amazing christmas to all of you an amazing new year and this is building from the bottom
1: chapter one thank you all for listening